Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the holiday rush meets the Omicron surge as millions of Americans flood COVID testing lines ahead of Christmas gatherings. New York City testing sites shut down due to staff shortages amid a crush of those seeking a COVID test. Plus, a possible game changer as the FDA authorizes the first antiviral pill to treat COVID. Crowded airports and roadways, holiday travel nears pre-pandemic levels. As AAA says, more than 100 million Americans plan on hitting the road for the holidays. We are anticipating high volumes of travelers here at Epley Airfield. Winter weather alert, storm warnings across the West, while other parts of the country could see the warmest Christmas on record. Supply chain crisis averted? Consumer confidence rises as President Biden declares Christmas shipping problems solved. We're also working to unstick bottlenecks between the ports and the stores. Day three and still no verdict. The jury remains out in the manslaughter trial of a former Minnesota police officer. The Capitol riot investigation. Why the House Select Committee wants to speak to a Republican congressman who's a top ally of former President Trump. The war on cancer. How close are we to a vaccine for breast cancer? And a New York school teaches lessons in kindness, both inside and outside the classroom. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Jamie Yukas in for Nora O'Donnell. We begin tonight with a major milestone in the fight against COVID. The FDA has authorized the first antiviral pill to treat the virus. 
though the White House warns it will not be widely available for months. The milestone comes as U.S. cases, hospitalizations and deaths are all rising. And now health officials are warning of a possible tsunami of new infections from the Omicron variant that could overwhelm hospitals. The variant has been found in all 50 states, as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. And think about this. It has only been 22 days since the first case of Omicron was detected in the U.S. COVID has shut down professional sporting events, Broadway shows and concert venues. Now, a major college bowl game is in jeopardy following an outbreak among players. All this as millions of Americans crowd airports and plan Christmas gatherings, which could cause the next big surge. We have lots to get to tonight, and CBS's Nancy Chen starts us off in New York City. Good evening, Nancy. Jamie, good evening to you. Here in New York, average new daily COVID cases are up nearly 500% in just three weeks. The demand for testing is so great that CityMD, a major health care provider here, has temporarily closed nearly 20 locations because of staffing issues. Pfizer's COVID pill is the first at-home treatment for coronavirus, and it's a promising one. It's aimed for those who are at risk and shown to be nearly 90% effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths if taken within five days of experiencing symptoms. As quickly as Pfizer gets the pills manufactured and delivered, we will immediately provide them to states and jurisdictions for distribution. But there are also snags, as two of the most common monoclonal antibody treatments that doctors have depended on are unlikely to be effective against Omicron. Israel is now trying to get ahead of the Omicron surge by approving a fourth vaccine dose for those over 60. But even as the Biden administration promises to send out 500 million at-home testing kits, it's not soon enough, with Walmart and Amazon limiting the amount people can buy. There were long lines today outside libraries in the nation's capital for take-home tests. Washington, D.C. is also implementing proof of vaccination requirements for indoor venues like restaurants and bars. California is mandating boosters for all health care workers. This as the Omicron variant continues to rise exponentially. The dramatic increase of Omicron in just the past week is seen here, not only taking over as the dominant strain, but creating a surge engulfing the entire Northeast, Midwest, and much of the Southwest. It's also leading to more holiday chaos. Florida's Gator Bowl is the first major New Year's Bowl game in jeopardy as Texas A&M dropped out because of a COVID outbreak. Still up in the air, New York City's ball drop. I'm going to encourage everybody to be smart. This is an outdoor event. It is something that uh, there's, I don't see a reason why it couldn't go on. You can take a deep breath for me. For those on the front lines, new dread. What is the fear of what could happen? It's really the unknown. Um, we are in a perfect storm. With what- Mary Ellen Coaches Rulliard is the chief nursing officer at Michigan's Beaumont Dearborn Hospital, where the ICU's capacity remains at 98 percent, and the U.S. military has deployed a team to help with staffing. To be here now, it really gets us down. I think if we can get more people vaccinated and with their boosters, that that will help us get through this surge as well as any future surges that come. And the first federal emergency COVID testing site opened today in New York City. Meantime, some good news from overseas. In South Africa, where the variant was first detected about a month ago, cases are now starting to drop very quickly. But, Jamie, it's still too soon to tell if that will happen here. Yeah, we hope it does. Nancy, thank you. 
Despite the surge in COVID cases, more than 100 million Americans are hitting the roads and crowding airports at near pre-pandemic levels. CBS's Mark Strassman reports from a busy Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport in Atlanta. Bundling up with PPE for the holidays. It's beginning to look a lot like our first COVID Christmas. Everywhere you go. I'm wearing two masks because even though I'm vaccinated, that doesn't mean that I can't get COVID. An estimated 110 million people will travel this holiday season, nearly 30 million more than last year's season. AAA says traveling's almost at 2019 pre-pandemic levels. Without a doubt, people have more confidence with the vaccines and the boosters. Six million will fly, many of them skittish, packing their Omicron trepidation with their toiletries. We also have HEPA filters on our airplane, which really keep the air quality a high quality. They're um, emergency room um, equivalent. Maybe so, but the airline's top medical advisor warns with Omicron's high transmissibility, airline passengers are two, even three times more likely to catch the virus than with Delta. But overall, the plane's cabin remains a low-risk environment. Long lines of COVID test takers include the holiday's hosting families. Family coming in from California. We're all vaccinated, but we just want to be double safe. Most travelers, roughly 100 million people, will drive at least 50 miles. Nationally, average gas prices run high, $3.29 a gallon, more than a dollar above last year, the highest holiday price at the pump since 2008. Despite paying up to gas up and whatever the viral risk, one theory for this surge in holiday travel. People being cooped up for a year and a half, they need to see family and friends. Atlanta's airport, America's busiest, will process thousands of passengers heading to the most popular holiday destinations, theme parks, Vegas, Hawaii. It's also one of five U.S. airports that for international travelers will offer on-site optional COVID testing as soon as they land in this country. Jamie? Good plan there. Mark, thank you. The other big concern tonight heading into the holidays, the weather. Let's check in with CBS's Lonnie Quinn for the forecast. Good evening, Lonnie. Good evening, Jamie. Right now, the biggest storm that we're watching is out west. It's right around the San Francisco Bay Area. So let's take a peek here at the radar picture because by the time we get into the nighttime hours tonight, into your day tomorrow, San Francisco could get a couple inches of rain. That storm will then migrate down to the south. Los Angeles for tomorrow into Friday picks up maybe one to two inches of rain. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, Phoenix is just getting pounded with rain. But all the while, it's heavy snow. The Sierra picks up, you ready for this, 10 to 12 feet of snow by the time you get to Christmas Day and maybe the day after. But elsewhere, it is so far from a white Christmas. It is, as you were talking about, the warmest Christmas ever for some spots out there. Dallas will reach 83, a record. Houston hits 85, also a record. Asheville, North Carolina, 68. Louisville, 69. Those are all record high temperatures for Christmas days, for Christmas Day. And those numbers are running. 20 to even 30 degrees above average for this time of the year. So, again, some folks do get a very white Christmas. Others, it's very far from that. Jamie, it's all yours. Yeah, 10 feet of snow in 80s. What a roller coaster. Lonnie, thank you. America's economic (laughs) forecast looks a little brighter tonight. U.S. consumer confidence is now at its highest level since July, with more people planning to make a big purchase or go on vacation in the next six months. And there's some relief tonight for Americans with student loans. CBS's Major Garrett is at the White House. Major, the White House gave an update on that supply chain bottleneck ahead of the holidays. What can you tell us about that? 
It sure did. Good evening to you, Jamie. The White House said today, and this is a direct quote, it had saved Christmas, meaning fears of empty or nearly empty store shelves simply haven't materialized. President Biden said store shelves are at 90 percent capacity, and he said Americans should have no trouble finding whatever they need for the holidays. Yet inflation persists, and the Omicron variant at some level is stalking the U.S. economy. So the administration said today it was giving some 40 million borrowers a bit of a break, extending for 90 days a long-running pause in student loan repayments. That pause, Jamie, will now continue until May 1st. Major, I also want to ask you about an update tonight on the president's scare with COVID last week. What can you tell us? We have two important negative tests at the top of this administration. President Biden tested negative today, as did Vice President Harris. This is important because on Friday, President Biden was in the presence of an aide who later tested positive. And on Tuesday, Vice President Harris was in the presence of someone who later tested positive. Their negative tests, though, have reassured everyone here at the White House. Jamie? That's good news. Major, thank you. The congressional investigation into the deadly assault on the U.S. Capitol is entering a new phase, with lawmakers now looking to question fellow members of Congress. We learned today the committee wants to speak with Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio about his communications with President Trump on January 6th and the efforts to challenge the results of the 2020 election. Tonight, a U.S. Congresswoman is a victim of the surging crime that's being seen in so many cities. Representative Mary Gay Scanlon was carjacked at gunpoint by two men at FDR Park in Philadelphia. She was not hurt. The robbers, though, took off with her 2017 Acura, her personal and government cell phones, her purse and ID. Philadelphia has recorded more than 500 homicides this year. Tonight, still no verdict in the trial of the former Minnesota police officer who shot and killed a young black man after reaching for her gun instead of her taser. We get the latest from David Schumann of our CBS Minneapolis station, WCCO. The jury in the trial of ex-cop Kim Potter pushed through a third day of deliberations after indicating last night it could be deadlocked. Potter's charged with two counts of manslaughter in the shooting death of 20-year-old Dante Wright. The former Minnesota police officer claims she mistakenly fired her gun, thinking it was her taser during a traffic stop in April. prosecution argued Potter, a 26-year veteran, acted recklessly when she killed Wright. This was no little oopsie. This was a colossal screw-up. A blunder of epic proportions. On the stand last week, (laughs) Potter broke down when asked why she didn't help Wright after the shooting. You didn't run down the street and try to save Dante Wright's life, did you? No. You were focused on what you had done, because you had just killed somebody. I'm sorry it happened. The jury has asked the judge what they should do if they're unable to agree on a verdict. Legal analyst Joe Tamburino says if there is a mistrial, Potter could be tried again. Now, that new trial would not happen next month. There could be a whole host of motions and things that would happen from now till then. But she could be tried again. Tamburino says the judge will only declare a mistrial if the jury says it cannot reach an agreement, even with more time. Deliberations are coming up now on 24 total hours. Jamie? David, thank you. Tonight, we continue our special series on the war on cancer, 50 years. CBS's Dr. Tara Narula looks at the holy grail of cancer treatments, a vaccine for breast cancer. 
It's like finding a needle in a haystack. It was a matter of luck and uh, tenacity. The protein that could be the key to a vaccine that would prevent the most deadly and aggressive type of breast cancer, known as triple negative. The vaccine works by jump-starting the immune system and attacking any tumors that contain a specific protein that should not be present unless a woman is lactating. Once we've established that we can uh, produce an immune response, we want to rapidly move it earlier to the disease process, again, to the prevention setting where we think it will have an even greater impact. Dr. Vince Tui and Dr. Thomas Budd are leading a trial still in the early stages. If successful, the vaccine would be given to young, healthy women at higher risk for triple negative breast cancer. How is this different from anything that we've seen before? It's prophylactic. We need a 21st century vaccine program to develop immune defenses and, and primary immune defenses against diseases we confront with age. These types of studies offer hope to women touched by cancer. When did that diagnosis happen for you? I was 35 years old. Christy Blair was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer just four years after her own mother died from the disease. My mom was um, fighting it, and that was our daily life, and my aunt was diagnosed. Of course, I was diagnosed later, so it's part of our family now. No hot flashes. After her diagnosis, she participated in a vaccine trial at the University of Washington. Blair hopes that her four daughters will benefit from advances in science like these. It's tangible hope. You are participating in advancing the research that does ultimately affect patients in the future, and if not, right now. A medical achievement unimaginable 50 years ago, now a possibility. Dr. Tara Narula, CBS News, New York. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Across Texas tonight, an intense search is underway for a three-year-old girl who disappeared Monday from a playground at her parents' apartment complex in San Antonio. The parents of Lena Kill think she was abducted. The Islamic Center of San Antonio is offering thousands of dollars to help find Lena and bring her home. You know, I was thinking as I was driving here, it is the season of giving. So I'm glad the Islamic Center has stepped up, and I hope other people do too. And we all, if we all pitch together and band together, hopefully we'll find her soon. The girl and her family are refugees from Afghanistan who came to the U.S. two years ago. If you watched a TikTok video this year, you helped the viral video website become the most popular on the planet. According to the tech security company Cloudfare, TikTok jumped from seventh place last year to number one in 2021, even topping the search giant Google. In September alone, TikTok had one billion active users. In Virginia today, workers carefully opened a 134-year-old time capsule found last week in the base of a statue of Robert E. Lee. The container, made of lead, held an 1875 almanac, two other books, and a silver coin. 
Old newspaper articles suggested it might contain a rare photo of Abraham Lincoln in his grave, but that didn't turn up. Tonight, we have the story of an elementary school in Harlem where reading, writing, and arithmetic are not the only subjects on the curriculum. CBS's Meg Oliver reports. Good morning. I mean, Abigail and Amelia. At Mosaic Prep Elementary in Harlem, New York. Ready? Yep. Beautiful. Let's go. Getting pulled out of class is a good thing. Five-year-old King Ortiz knows he has earned something special. What did you do so you could earn those coupons? Um, so I learned it and be nice. Being nice here is rewarded. Excellent. Here are your 25 bucks. 25 coupons scores you a shiny token for the vending machine. No chips or candy. Only books fall. What book would you like? Roblox? Why did you want a book vending machine? During the pandemic, I noticed that scholars were reading less and less online. Principal Lizette Caesar. I saw in Kansas and Texas that they had a book vending machine. I said, you know what? I'm going to get that for my school. And so I started writing letters and begging people to support. When the vending machine arrived, what happened? So the vending machine arrived and it couldn't get through the door. Uh (laughs) The determined principal dug into her own pocket to retrofit the machine. 95% of students here are low income. A third live in shelters. I just really believe in making sure all my scholars have books at home. How does it make you feel when you read a book? Excited. What do you want to say to your principal? Thank you. Meg Oliver, CBS News, New York. Just in time for Christmas, CBS's Steve Hartman has the perfect gift for you. CBS News is now streaming a one-hour holiday special featuring the heartwarming and inspiring tales from his On the Road series. You can find it all on our digital and streaming platforms. That's the CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell. I'm Jamie Ucas. Have a great night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.